0: It's not as if we're light on news this week.
1: I say we save all the Harvey Weinstein shit for its own episode.
0: God, that's going
1: to be... By the time happens. we actually get around to it, people are going to say, oh, we're so late because they don't realise we pre-record this shit.
0: It's like sexual harassment not like a Halloween kind of episode thing?
1: I guess we could do sexual harassment as the Halloween episode. I mean, we had this all pre-planned. Yeah. To do this, this ghost ship thing, but... You know, the thought of Harvey Weinstein in a bathrobe groping me, that's the scariest thing I've ever thought of. Yeah. Remember the days when, you know, the most attractive thing about a partner was the fact that they were attracted to you? Yeah. Now it's when they're not attracted to you and you can pressure them into doing stuff they really don't want to do.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, and the thing that, I have to admit, it didn't exactly surprise me as well.
1: It didn't. Everyone knew about this.
0: Everyone knew he was a bit of a bastard. I'd heard rumours about the kind of person he was.
1: The whole of Hollywood is really funny to me right now because they're all feigning ignorance. Like, they didn't know all this shit was going down. Yes, you did. You knew he was doing it. You know, like, people like Michael Bay and shit are doing it. Apparently, Lars von Troyer did it. Allegedly. We should have our own allegedly episode for all these sexual harassment people. The Cosbys and the Donald Trumps. I love how Harvey Weinstein is losing his career. Donald Trump became president. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein Weinstein must feel a little gutted about that. (laughs) Yeah, but Harvey Weinstein was probably a hypocrite that had a go at Donald Trump for doing whatever he was doing. He did, because he was a Democrat supporter,
0: wasn't he? And he probably had a go at Trump, so...
1: And people are saying the Democrats should return the money. And I was like, no, don't return the money. Just donate to causes that Harvey Weinstein, you yeah. know, has sent droves of people towards.
0: Yeah. See, this is my the problem I've had with this. It's like, I think the condemnation good. But some of the people condemning it, you think, just shut the fuck up. Why, you know, you're just well, trying like to Affleck. look
1: good.
0: <laughs> Yeah, people like that. And there's so many people saying that you think you're just trying to look good. I don't think you actually care about this.
1: They really don't. Like, I'm sure there are some nice people in Hollywood, but most of those people are kind of selfish tits. Yeah. I mean, they've gotten what they want in the world. They don't really care for anyone else. Mm. The only time they care about the little people is when they need them to show up for their movies.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's the time when they love their fans, of
1: course. <laughs> but I hate the people that are saying the women should have come forward too. No, the women shouldn't have put themselves in the those situations how about the men don't try and sexually harass women yeah have has no one ever thought about that like i shouldn't yeah. be afraid to go into a room i shouldn't be afraid of wearing like a skirt or something i shouldn't be ra- afraid of having a conversation with a man yeah just in case he might want to rape me and it's got nothing to do with someone being sexually appealing it's like a power play you could look like anything
0: yeah just because they're kind of the women are rich and powerful it doesn't mean it's any less traumatic for them.
1: The thing is, most of the women, they aren't. I mean, I'm sure the people that are like top level actresses now have probably been sexually harassed by them, but he always goes for the meek, younger, you know, start out beginner actresses that are yeah. looking for their big break. Yeah,
0: because I know one of them was some like young British a- actress who was like in a film with it Colin Firth, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, no, and she quit women. acting. Yeah. It amazes me, people kind of. Well, it doesn't amaze me people get away with it, but it amazes me he did that. Surely you know you're going to get found out.
1: No, he thought he's untouchable. He's like Donald Trump. They think yeah. they've come so far in the world that they're untouchable. I'm actually kind of surprised that it actually came out because everyone knew yeah. it was happening. I never thought it would get exposed because he's Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. He controls the media. Apparently not Ronan Farrow. Oh, yeah. Well done to him. Well done to Mia Farrow's son. Maybe that's how he knew. That's how he knew he was barking up the right tree, Mia Farrow. Because she did some good work when she was younger. I think she still tries still to. Does, I think. Apparently she's a bit loopy now though, but you know, I can't judge, I don't know her personally.
0: Yeah. I mean she's one of those Hollywood ones that's obsessed by world peace and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, maybe Angelina Jolie got inspired by her. Yeah, it's not the worst thing, to be fair. So Yeah, she could end up being a drunk, you know, coke filled idiot. We have too many of those in the world. Yeah, um, in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can't think of a segue for this, but I'm just going to say from one horror story to another, for our Halloween episode, we shall be talking about, you know, some some boat Someday. that
0: floated. <laughs>
1: Titanic. Did Harvey Weinstein direct Titanic? Shit, that could have been our he didn't direct. Not directed, producer, I mean. I can't remember, did he now? I can't remember. It seems like a Harvey Weinstein... Actually, no, it's big budget. Harvey Weinstein doesn't do big budget, does he?
0: No, and he did because I was was reading Kate Winslet about this whole thing, and she said he did produce Heavenly Creatures and The Reader.
1: Yeah, and then they tried to tell her to thank Harvey Weinstein in an Oscar speech, and she was like, no, he's a prick. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. So fair play. I like Kate Winslet. I really do. I do too,
0: as well. She seems quite... Down to her.
1: I know, right? She seems normal. How, how often do you find normal people in Hollywood? Yeah.
0: You know, like the phrase, I could drink you under the table. Mm-hmm. I think she once said to Cameron Diaz, I could eat you under a table. She meant, <laughs> she meant it like, is it actually eating?
1: <laughs> okay, anyway, from one horror movie to another, <laughs> we're talking about some boat.
0: Yeah, we're talking about the Oolang Madame. I think that's Oorang. her. Oorang. Oorang, yeah, Oorang.
1: I thought you said oolang.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I did say first. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of saying else. <laughs>
1: so you corrected me for correcting you even though I was correcting correcting you.
0: No, I wasn't correcting you. I was I was I was saying the uh, the correct thing the second time.
1: Okay. While well, we discuss this further and decide who is correcting who, <laughs> should we do the intro music?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's been a while since I heard that. Yeah, it's been at least a couple of days since I edited the last one. (laughs) All right, so intro music, here, please. Mm. Welcome to the Dork's Deduction Podcast, where we talk about stuff. Was that a moan of appreciation for the intro music?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm I'm always (laughs) moaning while that intro music is played. (laughs) That's okay. it gets me going, that does.
1: So so normally we have Chris doing the creepypasta ho- Halloween episodes, I believe. Did we do that last year? I can't remember what we did last year. I wasn't around last year. I don't know, because I had, I had like a month off last year, so I don't know if I was around. <laughs> was Chris just doing it by himself? Oh,
0: God, that's a terrifying Just <laughs> 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 This what he did. <laughs>
1: oh, God, I don't want to know. A real horror movie. Yeah. He made his own.
0: That really is.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so we're stepping away from the creepy creepypasta yeah, and hopping aboard. Of. Hopping aboard, Chris. Chris, Matt. Hopping yeah. aboard, Matt.
0: Well done, Matt. That, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, I was about to say ghost train and I realised, ah, oh, shit, that don't work.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's not quite the same.
1: No, it's, I think it's probably because I was watching the Murder on the Midnight Express trailer and thinking of train. Ooh, which one's that? uh kenneth branner who's directed it no murder on the Orient express yeah i said something else didn't i
0: yeah i thought first you were talking about the the midnight meat train those or whatever it's called
1: oh midnight meat train was so disgusting but i liked it (laughs) yeah that sounds so wrong (laughs) (laughs) the midnight meat train was so disgusting but i liked it
0: (laughs) yeah we know the kind of films you like
1: Yeah, that's going to be on my headstone, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, why are you letting me distract us? This is your episode. Creep the fuck out of us.
0: I'm going to be a fascist now. I'm going to control everything. Right. I
1: can't control shit. If I want this to go on a tangent, it will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably true, actually. Right, shall I begin now? Yeah. Cool. Right, there's a bit of debate about the, the year that this... Boat is said to have been sailing the waters. Some reports have it as being in 1947. Others have it 1948. And basically what it was doing was, amongst the many other ships, it was sailing around the trade routes of the, the Malacca Straits, kind of near Malaysia, I think, because that's um, when that plane disappeared. It disappeared over there somewhere. Uh, MH370, that's the one. And one ship in particular claim to have picked up a series of SOS distress signals. And some people believe this is quite a disturbing message, and so here it is. All officers, including Captain, are are dead, lying in chart room and bridge. Possibly whole crew dead. This communication was then followed by some Morse code, which no one could decipher. And then there's this final grim message. I die. And then it was just followed by silence. and No one exactly knew what I die really meant. Did someone actually die? Or, you know, was it the last words of someone or was it just some joke or whatever? But. Whoever was um, listening in or read this message felt it was quite an urgent emergency. So the captain and crew of a ship called the Silver Star wasted no time in charging towards where they believed this incapacitated ship was. Apparently, uh, within hours, the Silver Star did manage to catch sight of the Urang Madan, And it was rising and falling in the choppy waters of the Malacca Strait. As it neared the ill-fated vessel, the crew were kind of very aware that there was no sign of life on this ship. So while they did attempt to try and get in contact with the Dutch crew, they had no luck there. So the captain of the Silver Star decided to assemble some of his officers to board the ship. And basically they were going to walk into a scene which really wasn't nice. They realized almost as soon as they were on the ship that the distress Cause were not an exaggeration and the deck was literally littered with corpses of the Dutch crew their eyes were quite wide as well and their arms were going grasping at unseen assailants oh god and their faces were also twisted into revolting visages of anger agony and horror also even the ship's dog was dead that's quite weird,
1: so this is a curse that affects all animals,
0: yeah, and uh, I like how uh, the one the article I was reading it said its once intimidating snarl was frozen into a ghastly grimace.
1: How do they know it had an intimidating snarl?, mm,
0: maybe it was a popular kind of dog, so you just know it's got that kind of not
1: all dogs snarl, are sh- Maybe like that. don't judge a book by its cover, yeah, like if you see me in an airport you can't always just assume that I need to be stopped and searched because True. chances are I don't. If you yeah. see Matt on a street, you can't just assume he's a serial killer. I mean, it would probably be okay. good if you did because, you know, that might help you out in the long run.
0: No, people just think I'm, you know, I'm a respectable kind of person going about his business. Right. If you, street, <laughs> if you see Chris on the
1: street... If you see Chris on the street... You can't think, hide your wives, hide your kids, hide your sisters, because he's raping everyone all up here. But you probably should, again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Search him for business.
1: If you see Harvey Weinstein on the street, you should probably assume they should walk the other way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you see him in a bathrobe, scream.
0: Run as far as you can.
1: If you're an actual masseuse, I wouldn't service him.
0: Yeah, and don't get in a bathtub with him, either.
1: Oh, definitely don't, because bathtubs are only so big. Like, I can't see how it would be comfortable getting in the bathtub with him. And he's largely built.
0: Yeah, was it Rose McGowan said he was all... No, was it someone else said he was all right? Rose
1: McGowan's like the woman that he raped. Yeah. She told Ben Affleck to fuck off and she got banned from Twitter. Really?
0: I heard it. She put someone's phone number on there. Oh, did she? That's not
1: allowed. Still, their president incites hatred around (laughs) the world. He's able to do it because of Twitter. Yeah. So, obviously, they don't have standards.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and whose number did she put up?
0: I don't know, but I just heard it was she put someone's number up.
1: And I hope it was not Weinstein's.
0: See likes to declare war in North Korea, so...
1: Okay, that's all right.
0: Yeah, so...
1: I feel like Twitter should end, really. I feel like it's ruining the world. Yeah. I mean, I know I use it, but I use it for good. I use it to fight for the little man. I'm a keyboard avenger.
0: Yay. We will, we will need more of those.
1: Hey, you know what? You, you may be saying that sarcastically, but you <laughs> kind of do need more of me on Twitter. Yeah. Because there's so much shit to combat, and, like, I get tired. Mm. But all those people that want to aid me on my keyboard avenging, all you have to do is say a couple of tweets... And then put the person on mute, because when they respond to you and you don't see their notification because you put them on mute, they go batshit crazy. They think they're being ignored, which they kind of are, because you said your bit and you moved along. (laughs) And also it makes them seem more stupid than they originally did. So just do it. It's great. And it's so much fun going back to it like a day later thinking, oh, my God, I said two things and they have sent me 50 tweets in the space of two hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, they need to chill their hype. They, and they need to get a life. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how this person that started off as basically sounding like a dude turned into a woman and then she turned into a woman with grandchildren, granddaughters. It's like, you don't sound like a woman, especially not one that has women in her care. Get over yeah. yourself. But then again, I guess it's shocking how many women are judging other women. Anyway, let's go back on to the other horror story.
0: Right. So, yeah, the boarding party found the captain's remains on the bridge. And pretty much the other officer's kind of cadavers were strewn all about the kind of wheelhouse and the chart room and places like that. The communications officer was still at his post. His fingertips were still actually resting on the telegraph. That's not the paper, by the way. <laughs> and, yeah, so they all, they all pretty much looked the same. So, And it was clear that whatever had happened it seemed like it had kind of taken them unawares, basically. But they, but they didn't have much time to seemingly move. Below deck, there was even more corpses in the boiler room. I'm not laughing, by
1: the way. It sounded like you were laughing.
0: Yeah. Apparently, in, like, down below, it was very, very cold even though outside the temperature was meant to be really hot. So I suggest it probably happened in June, I would have thought, because the other day uh, was February, and I doubt it'd be very hot in February. But it might. No, it's a different just part just of the winter.
1: world. it's winter. actually, where is it? Malaysia. And it was in the 40s. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the temperature of Malaysia in the February <laughs> now, in 2017. Why not? <laughs> I don't have to go to Malaysia. I usually just check the weather of the places I need to go to. You're not dedicated enough. There are actually websites. We could look it up, but I can't be bothered. No,
0: nor can I. It's not that important anyway. So, again, it was obvious that the crew of the Urang Madan had suffered because obviously very, very pained expressions on their faces. So, and it could have just been bad stomachache, I guess.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, again, there was no evidence of actually any, like, injury or foul play so that was kind of very weird to people now the captain of the silver star decided that he was going to tether the urang Madan to their boat and then tow it back to port but pretty much as soon as the crew attached the tow line to the dutch ship they noticed these like billows of smoke pouring from one of the lower decks and basically the boarding party had just about enough time to cut the tow line and make it back to their ship before the Oorang Madame exploded, and it was said to have exploded with such tremendous force that it lifted herself from the water and swiftly sank. So, quite a near escape for the Silver Star crew.
1: Yeah, quite convenient, but it just, they had to. Yeah, it all seems,
0: it seems a bit like movie ish yeah. to me. No one from the Silver Star
1: got hurt. Yeah, even in Don Kirk, loads of people got hurt. Apart from Harry Styles, he lived. Yeah, I was hoping he was going to get a shot in the eye. But... Yeah, every time like he came up on screen, I was like, "This is the minute. This is the minute he's going to die." And then he didn't die.
0: Yeah, but even if he did in the film, you'd still be disappointed by the fact it didn't happen in real life.
1: I am not going to say that. Oh, I'm on. just going to say, Christopher Nolan, you missed a trick because you got <laughs> his fans to come into the cinema and watch your film because he's in it. But there are tons of people that like you that don't like One Direction or Harry Styles, and you could have appeased them by killing him off. And, like, his fans wouldn't care because because they only wanted to go see him being in the movie. It doesn't matter hmm. if he dies or not. They'll, they'll they'll cry over his corpse. It's fine. They'll get over it. What they could have done is they could have killed him in
0: the film and then not told everyone that it wasn't real. What? And so... So if you could convince the One Directioners that he was dead, they wouldn't have to bring out any more music. We don't need to do that.
1: Because the One Directioners, they'll grow up. Maybe. And they'll grow out of it. And then the One Direction guys, they're going to be screwed. Because look at what happened to Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter was all the bees knees when we were kids. I mean, it was a little bit before when we were kids, because I I don't really remember. All I remember is the I Want Candy song.
0: Yeah, I was just about to ask who the fuck is Alan Carter.
1: He was a big thing. I think it was more America than here. But now he's, like, in and out of rehab and, you know, he has nothing. Good luck to the guy. Yeah, he's like the Justin Bieber of the 90s and early noughties. Yeah. He was Nick Carter's brother.
0: I was listening to Steps and S Club and the Spice Girls in the 90s, so... Were
1: well, you listening to the Spice Girls, really, Matt?
0: Yeah, yeah. I even had a tattoo once.
1: When we were younger, I think it was like year one or something, we were really young when the Spice Girls were out. Sorry, Spice Girls, if you're listening, you're quite old. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> like, reception year one age. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a very long time ago. Yeah, so you play, at playtime, if you're a girl and you have girlfriends, you'd make-believe Spice Girls. So you'd, like, lip-sync to their songs, and I was always Posh Spice, and I always used to hate it. Because <laughs> I wanted to be Baby Spice. But now, look who's laughing now. She's the one that's earning big monies. So, yeah. I mean, she does have to be married to David Beckham. Yeah. She's a shit, shit singer as well, so. Oh, yeah, I didn't say she was a good singer. I just said she's rolling in the dough. Mm, true. I mean, I can't even comment on her design work, because I don't really see it. I just... Feel her clothing is plain and way too expensive for what it is. You can get the same at Marks and Spencers and places like that. They're just like office dresses and things.
0: Also, don't they just like dress thick insects? She's, she's
1: probably I wouldn't even be able to fit into the most of their stuff. I mean, maybe if I sewed like ten of them together.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get a dress designed by her. But then um, I'm not the target customer anyway. So <laughs>
1: yeah, that's another horror story. You. In a Victoria Beckham dress.
0: Why a horror story? I think people would pay to see that kind of thing.
1: Anyway, what were you talking about?
0: <laughs> the Oerang Medan time.
1: All right, that that boat thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, that boat thing.
1: <laughs> okay, so the, the starship, whatever it is, Enterprise,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> had to vacate the premises and none of them were hurt.
0: Yeah, they did manage to watch the Dutch vessel disappear beneath the water.
1: Oh, that's really convenient. Yeah. I mean, hold oh, on a second, they had enough time to get on and inspect the boat, see all the dead crew and dog, and make detailed descriptions of them, and get off before the boat sank. Every one of them got off safely. Yeah. I smell set up.
0: <laughs> so basically, uh, the sinking of the ship really pretty much removed the Orang Madame from the face of the earth. And it's become something of a myth and a legend. And so we're now going to discuss this a bit more. Because there's something interesting about this case. And that is that there is absolutely no record of the ship, that Ourang Madan, existing. <gasps>
1: I'm so shocked that you just said that. I know. It's almost like it was a made up story. <laughs> that can't be right. It can't be made up. It's definitely true because it there's a Wikipedia page on it.
0: There's no contemporary accounts of the ship sinking. So... Now
1: that's because everyone's dead, didn't you hear?
0: Yeah, but Silver Star. Surely they tell people. They tell the Star you know, the press. Trek
1: Enterprise, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what we're calling it now.
0: Oh fuck off. I'm not calling it that. I don't like Star
1: Okay, what what's it called again?
0: The Silver Star.
1: Silver Star. Okay, I'll call it the Silver Star unless I forget what it's called and just remember Star. And then obviously my mind instinctively thinks Star Trek. So I apologise if I say Star Trek again. <sighs> I was watching Star Trek the other day. Not the other day, it was yesterday. Shit, my memory is going to a pot.
0: Yeah, well get your mind off it. We're 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 on this, you know, ship now, so
1: Okay, there's still, still the silver star.
0: There's no contemporary accounts, there's no newspaper reports. There's this log of all the ships that kind of exist. And mm. there's no presence in any of these logs of this ship called the Ourang Madan. So a lot of people have said, well, it's obvious the ship didn't exist. This is completely made up. But we have to theorise what and if maybe it was true.
1: Okay, so Ourang Medan, do we know where it was from?
0: Well, it was a Dutch crew. So could it possibly be from Holland? Or some people have suggested the ship may have been actually from Malaysia, I think, or Indonesia.
1: Okay, let's go back to the Holland bit. Where did Holland stand with the Nazis? I think they
0: were occupied, weren't they? Because if you think Anne Frank, she was in Holland all the time. Yeah, I yeah think they were I think occupied. They were occupied so. so could
1: it have been that the ship wasn't recorded because it was like a Nazi vessel fleeing? And in 1948, some of them were still trying to get out. I mean, some of them are still trying to get out now. At 2017. <laughs> yeah, some still are. Yeah. I mean, it's feasible, right? Yeah, it's feasible. It's rather... Far-fetched.
0: I don't know whether that'd be, like, the first place to go. That's no, but I... they
1: could be sailing around waters, tro- looking for somewhere to settle and, you know, make blonde-haired children. Was there any women on the boat? No. Oh, OK, then... Mm, yeah, Nazis, I feel like they're kind of like ISIS. They need, you know... That women and girls to rape. Yeah. If there are any members of ISIS offended, I'm glad. Sue us. Huh. Yeah, so sue me. <laughs> come at me, bro. Not with a van, preferably, but come at me, bro.
0: Maybe don't say come at me. <laughs> might just be <become laughs> we either. have
1: just talked about them raping girls and women. Yeah,
0: and yeah, and the innuendo. And
1: Harvey the yeah. Weinstein. Jesus Christ there's a theme to this episode.
0: Yeah. Coming mainly. Right. Basically, some people believe the ship could be like Indonesian because it's got kind of got a slightly Indonesian name because Urang is Indonesian for man and Madan is the biggest city on the island of Sumatra. And so this would mean that the ship would be called the man from Madan. Okay. I don't know. I, there's some, some problem there for me is that wouldn't the Dutch crew just bring their own ship? That's what I thought they would do. Well.
1: They sail around. I don't see why they can't bring their own ship from their own place.
0: I just think a Dutch crew would also name the ship with a Dutch name.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't. They'd rename it. Like, people rename ships all the time. Yeah, so... Maybe that's why there isn't a record of it. Maybe the ship was renamed from something. Possibly. Possibly. So that that makes me a little sceptical about this. Mm.
0: But there is an author and historian called Roy Baton and he does believe it's possible the ship may have existed, and he does have a theory for why what happened. He researched this quite a long time and was about to give up on the whole thing because he'd literally found nothing on it, so there's Lloyd's shipping registers of the dictionaries of dark disasters at sea and the span from like eighteen twenty four to nineteen sixty two so it's within the time frame and there's nothing in there about this disaster so uh, He then c- contacted a load of other maritime-related resources, and there's just no records. And even in the Dutch shipping records, where you'd expect to find, you know, some record of a Dutch crew being somewhere, there's just nothing there. He even looked at records in places like Singapore and the surrounding areas where the ship would have been there, and there's just no record of it anywhere. But instead of giving up, He got one little lead from some professor from Germany, and this professor had been suing the case for 50 years, so clearly hadn't had anything better to do. And this guy was the first to reveal the names of the two American ships that heard the Aurangmadans' SOS calls, apparently. This professor also led Bainton to a 32-page German booklet, which had been written in 1954. And I think this is the first mention of the U-Rang Madame that can be found. So there's in been nothing I... about 1954. So there's nothing been in between either 1947, 48 to then. I and mean, it all of a sudden it appears in this German magazine of all places.
1: <gasps> Nazis.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: There's no such thing as a coincidence for the ghost ships, map. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically the guy who wrote this booklet, He seemed to know quite a lot about the Ourang Medan. He knew the route, he knew the cargo, he knew the tonnage and the engine power. And even apparently the captain's name, although it's not given in the article that I was reading. So Bainton began to question whether the guy who wrote this booklet had maybe been in contact with the crew of the Silver Star, who apparently had been rather difficult to kind of find and get hold of. And you'd think they'd still be alive. Particularly when a lot of this... 50, be, in
1: the 50s? Yeah. Maybe the ghost ship attacked them. Maybe they're all dead. Possibly. Maybe that's the curse of the ghost ship. You come across it, you die.
0: Yeah. And here comes the interesting part, or kind of interesting part, if you're interested in this. <laughs> okay. There's evidence of an exceedingly lethal and highly illegal substance. And this gives baton his uh, theory for what possibly happened to this ship. And he says there is a tantalising possible explanation as to her crew's demise and her disappearance from the records. This German pamphlet mentions a mixed lethal cargo on the Judgmental ship. So basically it's potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin. This is quite dangerous, apparently. It's quite toxic gases.
1: I mean, it has the word nitro in it. I figured it would be as safe as, you know, drinking bleach.
0: Yeah, we all know that tastes lovely.
1: Yeah, it's so nice. Snorting it tastes even better. It tastes even better?
0: Yeah. So if there's any children listening, don't do it. Don't do
1: it. Hey, I marked us down as explicit on iTunes. If there's any children listening, I judge your parents. I blame the parents if they drink bleach. <laughs>
0: True, I just thought I'd say that anyway
1: Parents, you shouldn't really be giving your kids Smartphone where they can download Podcasts that you can't control Because I highly doubt you're going to be listening to 100 plus episodes of this to find out You know, whether it's suitable for your kids
0: (laughs) Good point (laughs) Yeah, needless to say, this would have been Pretty dangerous to have on board Particularly on quite rough seas As well, so And it's quite easy for it to potentially You know, come out of whatever's Holding it Bainton's theory is the possibility that the Irang Madan may have been smuggling nerve gas as uh, potential biological weapons.
1: <gasps> Nazis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which were basically manufactured, pretty much torture people. And it was, uh, this was the Japanese scientists whose experiments were apparently so heinous. Heinous. Heinous, yeah, whatever. I don't know how you say it.
1: Yeah, I just told you how you say it.
0: Well, heinous, then. (sighs) Heinous, if that's really how you're going to go for it. That many of the atrocities perpetrated by the Nazis actually pale in comparison, apparently. That's quite a bold statement to make.
1: Well, nerve gas is kind of bad. I guess, like, the Nazis did do gassing. Yeah. They did torture people. They did medical experiments. They did some depraved shit. Yeah. Fortunately, we do not have, you know, a dictator as the leader of the free world. Or it could happen again. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, fortunately, it's a democracy. I mean, the press isn't being silenced. You know, fake news isn't everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's toxic gas coming out of Trump's mouth.
1: But mm, yeah.
0: That's not, that's not great there.
1: Like, the end of the world could be because the US like, decided to elect a reality TV show star as president. Like, if they're going to do that, why not just nominate, like, Bruno Tonioli or something? They're harmless ones.
0: Ratings. They're going to be brilliant.
1: The Apprentice.
0: Yeah, think of their ratings. They're going to be amazing. He's not on The Apprentice anymore. I know, but still.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger to go over. They swap places, literally.
0: He's still got to have some kind of share in it, I would have thought. He's still got... Yeah, I
1: think in name, though, really.
0: I still bet he's getting money, though,
1: from it. Probably. It's like The British Apprentice... I think Lord Lord Sugar had words to say about Donald Trump because Donald Trump said he hired Lord Sugar, and then Lord, Lord Sugar was just like, his name is on the show because he was on the original show, but he has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Now, even Lord Sugar, I mean, I like The Apprentice, but even Lord Sugar's telling you you're a twat.
0: Get over yourself.
1: He's met plenty of them. I've watched The Apprentice. He's met plenty of twats.
0: Yeah, so these scientists were known as a a den of cannibals, basically. And, yeah, they they were quite nasty people if they actually existed. I'm not entirely sure if they do or not. I think they
1: probably existed. It's possible they did. Uh, You know you have those people like the Holocaust deniers? Yeah. I'm the type of person that thinks we haven't even heard the worst stuff. Yeah. I feel like the worst stuff that's happened in the world has been kept under wraps. It's
0: creepy. You don't know what's going on out there. Their experiments, basically, were done on women, infants, pretty much everyone. And it was all to study the effects of toxic materials on living organs. Oh, God. Science. It's a bit like an episode of Brainiac. Basically, these people were granted immunity because it was helping the U.S., in biological warfare research. So it's kind of the US, the moral leaders there, you know, doing what's the right. The
1: US, like, pardons, so, well, kind of pardoned so many Nazis as well, just to get them to work for them. It's kind of disgusting.
0: Yeah, th- these experiments were pretty much done on Australians, Americans, Russians, Chinese, British, British, pretty much everyone. And Bainton describes them some of the worst war crimes ever committed. So bad stuff. Mm. And basically Baton believes this to be a good reason why there's no mention of the Oorang Madan, because no one would want that to be known. Or the, the Americans certainly wouldn't want that to be a known. So it's believed that the Silver Star crew were paid to be kept quiet pretty much. So mm. Baton also has a theory as why the Orang Madan. It's not like a very impressive ship. You know, you wouldn't suspect it to be on that kind of ship. So it was kind of in a way the perfect ship to put it on because it was less likely to be of much notice compared to say a bigger ship or something like that. Or a more kind of glamorous ship even. But some people like right, say it's a bit weird. Why was it on the sea? Well, to taking it by air would have been possibly very dangerous. And if if the plane had crashed, that would have created quite a bad disaster. And it would have essentially released a lot of toxic gas into the atmosphere, so you couldn't really do that, so it's was, steamship was considered the best way of doing it.
1: If the gas had been released, couldn't it mm. have like polluted the water or something? It's
0: possibly, but out there you might not have noticed as such. it okay. would have just gone within that small region, and it would have sank a lot of it would have sank with the ship as well, and that that's easy because you, you could discover it if it was in a plane if it just sank, you can't discover it then. So it's very convenient.
1: And also, if the toxic gas was released, mm. and that's the reason the the crew of the Irang Medan died, yeah. wouldn't the crew of, you know, the Star Trek ship Enterprise or whatever it's called, the Silver Star, wouldn't they have got infected?
0: Yeah, that's what raised my suspicion, because apparently it's so toxic it could kill all these people, but all these people managed to get on the ship. And all of a sudden the gas is not working, you know? It got released. Cool, Unless it, it released. dissipated
1: and they'd... Yeah, maybe. Maybe they'd they been floating around for... Actually, they hadn't been floating around for a while. That's the thing. They'd sent the yeah. yeah, SOS signal and the Silver Star found them pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't buy it because they would have been infected, the Star Silver ship. Something fishy there. So
0: Basically, why the Americans also would have particularly wanted to cover this up was... What they were doing, if this theory is true, is against the Geneva Convention. Mm. And so it would look very bad for America. So, because yeah, they never look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Always
1: in their bad, eyes, they but... don't think they ever look bad. <laughs> yeah. But In the rest of the world's eyes, they're like, "Oh, America, man, I need to, need to put you on the naughty step." Yeah, America's like the rebellious teenager we can't control. True, because the rest of the world has been around longer. True. Face facts. Well, actually, no, it hasn't. Technically, it hasn't been around longer because we've all been around the same length of time. Just been yeah. discovered for longer yeah. and existed for longer. And that's where we sent the people we didn't want in the world. So that that Australia. And Australia. <laughs> You didn't need a criminal record to get into the US though (laughs) 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 I'm sorry Australia if you're listening Who cares it's (laughs) Australia
0: So yeah and, and what's interesting about this case is that That is probably one of the more sensible theories actually Some of the other theories are UFOs
1: That's sensible Come on (laughs) <laughs> my theories are... Have you finished with your theories?
0: Oh, go on, you, you do your theories. I'm fed up. Of
1: yeah, them. my theories are they aren't based in anything other than, you know, my brain, yeah. which, again, isn't really based in much. So the first thing, slave ship, because obviously slavery had been outlawed at this point. Could have been a Dutch ship going to Malaysia to pick up slaves, because Malaysia, it's like a third world country, right? Oh, um, it could have possibly been back then, maybe. Yeah, and... um Africa's further away, I guess. I don't yeah. actually know. But I guess it's further away from Holland. So maybe that's why it was been covered up, because it's a slave ship. I'm just thinking, is it, though, actually? Because
0: Africa's quite close to Europe somewhere, isn't it? Is it? I can't remember. OK, well,
1: maybe, maybe they just figured, oh, we'll go somewhere else. We'll get some variety. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting theory, Tom.
1: Or oh, they could have been racist Dutch people and they didn't want black people in Holland serving them. You never know. They yeah. might think, oh, I might want an Asian instead, not realising Asians are probably lazier.
0: Yeah, interesting yeah. Have you ever theory. ever
1: had an Asian slave... Have you ever heard? Actually, there are Asian slaves. Sorry, I don't know why I'm bringing that up.
0: Not in the last couple of years, I haven't.
1: There's a um, French chain of like supermarkets and things called Carrefour, mm. and I realised recently that they were using um, Thai slaves. That's it. That's the end from of my story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually meant from Thailand. They were using not slaves,
0: slaves to make ties.
1: No, no. Yeah, I've specified. Thais in T H A I. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's that theory. I think that maybe it could have possibly been like a slave ship, but they decided to go to Malaysia or somewhere. It Actually, to be fair, the destination might not have been Malaysia. That's just around the place where it was found. So it could have floated off course or something. Mm. You never know. It could have been a a slave ship. That's why people wanted to brush it under the carpet because slavery had been abolished in most places by then, I believe. I mean, most of, like, the leading countries had been abolished. Yeah, it's a bit beyond the pale. Yeah. Also, my second theory is, it's my favourite, and they were pirates. That's why there's no record of them, and they all died. I don't know how they all died. I still don't know how they all died. I have no... Honestly, I have no theory about how they died. Maybe they killed each other. Who knows? They all died, and the Silver Star, they went on, they hopped aboard, but that's why they didn't say anything, because the crew of the Silver Star stole their shit. And their shit could have been the stuff that the Nazis stole, and that's why they didn't want to admit it, because no-one's supposed to have that shit. It should have been returned to their owners. Interesting. That's profiting from war. It's illegal to have Nazi, you know, commandeered items. Mm. They're supposed to be returned. It doesn't matter how much you paid for what. They're supposed to be returned to their rightful owner. Even now, generations have passed, you still have to return it to the rightful owner. Yeah.
0: I like the idea of Dutch pirates.
1: Yeah, so I kind of meshed two ideas together because they sort of all came out in one. They were supposed to be two different ideas with the Nazi thing and then Mm. the pirate thing, but they could work in one.
0: Yeah. Any other theories you got?
1: Oh, they just got cursed by something. Maybe because they were Nazis, and then, like, the Lord <laughs> thought, or the person, or the elements, whoever, if there is a higher being thought, oh, are you dick pricks? I'm gonna curse you all and, like, frighten you to death. Yeah. And then they got frightened to death. Oh, I have another theory.
0: Oh, great. <laughs> when was
1: Harvey Weinstein born? <laughs>
0: oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> Maybe he came aboard on just wearing a bathrobe and they all just got shocked to death.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, it's as plausible as the rest. Isn't a ship on the sea like the world's bathtub? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. That's, that's what notion is to you, just the big bathtub. I still wouldn't get to the, the big bathtub of Harvey Weinstein. Though. I mean, even though I'm not a woman, but... I still wouldn't do it.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, groped a few men. Like, Terry Crews, did you hear his story?
0: Oh, yeah, I heard about that, yeah.
1: That's shocking, but I applaud him for coming out because men don't usually come out about, like, sexual harassment, especially if it's from other men. So yeah. good on him. Okay, anyway, we need to finish a story and then we can carry on making more digs at Harvey Weinstein later.
0: Okay. So do you want me to carry on with the USA theory now?
1: yeah if you'd like it's up to you man
0: it's not very long basically it is (laughs) this ufo theory yeah is the crew of the orangutan may have been attacked by extraterrestrials that's it
1: it's as plausible as anything else yeah you can't say there's no such thing as a ufo or aliens matt you don't know yeah you
0: don't know there there is another one as well i think it's something similar to what you said actually was that could have been uh, a run-in with a vengeful ghost ship sort of surly undead pirates. So that's one I theory. believe
1: it. I buy it.
0: I think that makes that like, an interesting theory. That'd be kind of theory you'd read in some novel or something like that. I like the sound
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like an actual thing, the ghost ships. There's plenty of shit out there about it, Matt. Go pick up the book. Google something once in your life. Oh, fuck off. There's plenty of shit on go- ghost ships. Ghost yeah, I know ships. about
0: ghost ships. I know about the Marie Celeste.
1: Not yeah, the Mary
0: Celeste, as the article I was reading bloody called cool it.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually getting birthday ideas for you now. Something to do with a fucking ghost ship. Okay. Could I just give you an invisible ship and tell you that it's there? And oh, I was like, this is God, a ghost but... ship, Matt. <laughs> what kind <laughs> of present is that? <laughs> it's an invisible one.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to get you an invisible something, I think, of something. I'm going to get you an Im- invisible supernatural thing, something like that.
1: You know, I'd get really upset if you did that, especially seeing as I have actually already started buying you birthday presents.
0: Birthday presents?
1: My birthday's not for ages. Yeah, I know. I probably won't see you at Christmas, though, so birthday present. Let's not discuss our Christmas (laughs) (laughs) plans during the podcast. (laughs) Let's not. Let's wait until (laughs) another day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. final couple of theories, because I don't go too long.
1: I'll try not to, like, distract you (laughs) with a (laughs) Nazi.
0: The one theory that hasn't been put forward, which is perhaps possible, that is just natural causes.
1: Every single one of them, yeah?
0: Yeah, which I have to admit is, even though it sounds like more sensible than UFOs, it sounds just as unlikely.
1: I mean, I guess they could have caught something, and because they're in confined space, they could have passed it on to one another. But I don't see how they would all die so quickly.
0: Yeah, because I mentioned earlier about the cold of the ship. Some people have perhaps put it down to that.
1: They froze to death.
0: Yeah, something related to that. But again, there's so little evidence about any of these theories that it's just kind of...
1: I think my Harvey Weinstein theory has legs, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah, sure, sure.
0: There's another one that they just got asphyxiated by clouds of noxious methane gas, basically, which is pretty similar to the other one.
1: I love how my theories didn't account for their actual deaths. (laughs) Yeah. My
0: theories just accounted for their existence. Yeah. And that's pretty much all the theories.
1: Mm. First of all, I don't believe it exists. Nor do I. Yeah, because I did actually... Man, I know I told you I didn't really mu- read much, but I was skim-reading it as I was printing the stuff off. Mm. So I don't actually believe it exists. I mean, there is actually evidence to show that it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> this is a story that was peddled in the 1940s, but it didn't gain traction, so it reemerged in the 1950s by the same author. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. First of all, it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I think the reason why there's no records of it is because it didn't fucking exist.
1: <laughs> Sorry to ruin your Halloween. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Maybe we should have just played along and pretended it did exist. Oh, it really did exist, Tom. You know, yeah, totally I saw it did. My own eyes. So did I, because I was around in the 1940s in Malaysia. Well, Malaysia's in Asia. Like, I, I was like a pre-fetus. Yeah. My parents weren't born, but their parents were. I was a pre-fetus. Actually, no, were their parents born? Yeah, it would have been. They would have been born then. Yeah, I would have thought so. Ugh, old people live through so many wars. I know they have, haven't they? They probably
0: caused so many. Of
1: them. Were your parents alive because they were quite old, weren't they?
0: My dad would have been. Um, my mum would have just about been.
1: Okay. Did they never decide to tell you about the ghost ship? No. How inconsiderate are they? I bet you they told you stories about their lives and shit rather than the ghost ship.
0: I, I think I think something happened in the bathtub that they didn't want to talk about. And that's why they never told me. So. Is
1: this why my parents don't tell me about their past? Did Harvey Weinstein oh, come
0: exactly. at them? I, he goes after everyone, to be honest.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Because I was saying that maybe we should do a separate Harvey Weinstein episode. I don't know if this was a Harvey Weinstein episode or not. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> we seem to keep coming back to him.
0: Yeah, we somehow managed to turn a thing about a ghost ship into a Harvey Weinstein.
1: They're yeah. both horror stories, man. They're both horror stories. True. That's what we bring you for Halloween is Harvey Weinstein slash a ghost ship.
0: At least we've moved off Germany south
1: <laughs> We have better things to talk about. Yeah, so this ghost ship, I don't personally believe it's real. If it is real, I'd say it has something to do with the Nazis. It's 1948. Sure, the war had ended, but they were still around. That stuff doesn't just die out. Maybe yeah. Nazi stolen art or something. That's why when they weren't on the books. They're trying to trans. They're trying to transport them somewhere or sell them places. Yeah. But I don't know how they died, why they died.
0: In the record, it could just be, say, it's, like, Dutch. But it could really be, you know, from Germany or something.
1: They could. They're in the same area. Yeah. Either that or the slave ship. But then again, I don't know how they died or why they died. I guess it's just sickness. Yeah, shit happens, I guess. Shit happens. So, yeah, this was the Halloween episode. Yeah. And we got through it all. Yeah,
0: wasn't that scary, was it?
1: Yeah, I don't get scared of things, Matt. You should know this by now. No, no. Good. Yeah, so that was the Irang Mudan. Mudan. Hopefully we've been pronouncing it right. You know what? Every time you say it, I really think you're saying Oolang. So I don't know if you've been saying Oolang or not, but I didn't want to interrupt you by telling you it's Oolang. I just figured I'm hearing it wrong because I've already corrected him once. But I bet you, when I go in the edit, I'm just going to be like, oh, shit, you said it wrong every single fucking time.
0: I'm sure I said Urang. Right. I'm really sure I did.
1: OK, good. I hope I did. <laughs> so if you guys have any theories about the Urang Madan, you can email us at thedorkseduction at com, or you can Facebook or tweet us. They're good, too. And we'll put them in a the ship and sink them. Yeah. If, if you were one of the um, the members of the Star Trek Enterprise... That boarded the Uran Medan and saw the bodies, just like reach out to us, let us know, because you're definitely still alive. I mean, visibly they could be still alive. I mean, it wasn't even that long ago, it was the late 40s. Yeah. But you know, if they're still alive, I mean, you have to be at least 18 to work, right? On I don't
0: ship. know. They could join quite young sometimes in those days. So well,
1: so. they'd be teenagers in 1948.
0: So, yeah, there's a good chance they're still alive. Somewhere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you're. Part of that ship, and you know what happened, just let us know. I mean, we'd love to be the ones to break the news. Yeah. Even if, like, you don't want us to expose what happened, it's fine. Like, if you stole all the Nazi artwork that should have been returned to its rightful owners because it's like profiting from genocide it's not like profiting from genocide it is profiting from genocide don't worry you can reach out to us we're not judgmental we won't expose you at all as long as you give us the paintings i don't particularly want the paintings because they brand it with like a swastika i don't want that in my house
0: i think i can sell them
1: yeah no no i don't want that in my house i'm not a sellout i don't really care that much about money as long as i have enough to live i'm good
0: You're much better than I am
1: uh. (laughs) now. Yeah, I I didn't
0: notice.
1: (laughs) I'm a decent human being. Anyway.
0: Oh, you just have to brag about being such a decent human being, don't you? That's
1: the real horror story, what that would do for some money. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so next week we're probably going to be back with Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. So, um, happy Halloween, everybody. We'll be back. With Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby and Donald Trump. And what other fucker is, like, harassed women? Um, Oh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. And Woody Allen will be speaking on their behalf. <laughs> Woody Allen and Roman Polanski.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the thing I was going to mention, Roman Polanski.
1: Hmm. Anyway, Bye. Bye.